Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Who doesn't love free? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum li- listenership. And five, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the Anchor app. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, so uh, I know I said that we were going to wrap it up with season one, but this is going to be an early access um, feature of season two of the Drew Watkins show. So right now I have Britton Steele with me and he's going to be giving his story on how MSU has been treating him and how MSU has been, has just blessed him and Britain let's just get started all so. right so um going off that question uh Mississippi State you know I wasn't really I'm a freshman so first and foremost I'm fresh off the boat right um you know I think for every freshman it's intimidating in some sense to go to a new place and be able to assimilate but Mississippi State overall you know has been an extension of my home now I actually wasn't planning to go to Mississippi State. I had plans to go to Air Force Academy and, you know, I... And well, where I, is that located? Uh, Colorado. Okay. Right. I think my um, best friend, James, he uh, went to an Air Force Academy and now he's in Qatar. That's what I'm saying. So, and, you know, but when the application process was continuing, I had certain medical issues uh, that, you know, that would let me continue. So then I decided to come to Mississippi State to do research. So, um, you know, I was very lost and coming from having that kind of mentality and training over the summer where, you know, you're not going to have fraternity life and you're not going to have, you know, you're, you're going to have to do what you're told, right? No, no freedom whatsoever. Um, or, you know, there's freedom, but you know what I mean, right? Very militaristic. Um, it's, it was very hard adjusting, but I realized now more than ever, especially after, you know, this being the end of you know, the fall semester that I am, um, that this is the right decision. You know, I'm a creative at heart and, um, you know, I still want to be involved in the military in some sense, but I want to be able to expand upon my boundaries. Mississippi State has been very reciprocating with that too. They've, they've encouraged me to, you know, be creative and get out of my comfort zone. Tell me that. Okay. So you said you were... Did you already go to the military academy before you went here? Oh, prior? No. So, you know, when 
you, there's a whole application process, right? So you have to. How get, far did you get into the application process? Um, like probably I went through uh, a week worth of just talking with people, right, before you know actually contributing the paperwork, and you know also dealing with my doctor. Um, it was very, it was, it was tough. Right now, my best friend's actually at West Point, so that's he, he lived with me, um, and we trained for those, um, being able to, you know, go to the, to those military academies. But I would say I, I didn't get too far into it, you know. I, I didn't have to meet a state representative and get that signed off to be able to go. But um, you know, it was what I wanted to do. And then when somebody, and what I trained for, and when somebody was like, it's gonna be really tough for you to go, then that's when I had to kind of pick up my bags and figure out what I was gonna do next. Um, okay, so when, um, so here's another question. <clears throat> What's perfect about your life? Perfect about my life? <laughs> perfect is, is, a, is, a funny, is a funny word. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything's perfect, right? But, um, one thing that is perfect, and if we're still going to talk about Mississippi, Mississippi State, Mississippi yeah, State, what, yeah, just whatever it is, it's just what's perfect in my life are the people that have supported me, man. Like the everybody here on campus has been so nice. I haven't really met one person that's just like a flat out jerk that I've talked to. <laughs> like I, I haven't yet. I'm sure. I'm sure it is to come. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be somebody sooner or later. Hey, they always say the best is yet to come. Right. Exactly. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But um, you know. It, I would say that's what's perfect in my life or the other people around me. I wouldn't say anything's necessarily perfect about me, but that's something I, you know, really value. Okay, so whenever you think of like your inner voice and whenever you're like doing these business ideas mm -hmm. and you're doing some of this stuff, what does your inner voice tell you? My inner voice tells me? All right. Yeah, <laughs> me, me and my inner voice, we have conversations every day about, <laughs> you know, I look in my mirror, I'm like, Man, That's another question: How many times you look in the mirror? How many times? Right, exactly. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, you know, my inner voice. That's what I'm saying. You got to be best friends with your inner voice. You know, you you have to talk positively about yourself, well, right? I'm always right. Yeah. Well, not only that, but let's say this, man. If if you know how ugly we talk about ourselves, like exactly. if we if we put that on a speaker. And we walked around and we and we said these things uh, about yeah, ourselves and it was out it was broadcasted to everybody we would look crazy man the majority of people aren't like that you know and if you if you slowly incorporate like you know um you know encouraging your creativity you know and being like you know i may have not been able to get everything done but i got a b c done and that and that's good right it's not that's not even good enough that's great mm -hmm. uh if you encourage those man like you know like that's the one thing, like me and my and me and my inner voice, <laughs> we're, we're homies now. We used to not be, but we, we are, and um, and that's that's what's great. Okay, so um, when people first meet you, mm -hmm. what is their first reaction? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He's a busy man. Um, um, yeah, I have a lot. I had a lot of phone calls. No, but um, the um. The person is he okay we'll see we'll see that's gonna be funny if it does but the um what, what was the question again the first impression like what is whenever um whenever people meet you for the first time what is what is their reaction whenever they meet you 
I mean, mean, did they meet? Are you the one to talk to them first? Are they the one to talk to you? I'm first? definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely outgoing. I'm usually one that initiates the conversation. But there has been a few times where, you know, people have come up to me, and you know, and talked to me. And I really do appreciate people that are like that. Um, you know, I would say probably the first impression that people can get from me. I just, I'm just very outgoing. I'm very outspoken. Um, but the thing is, I just try to like represent me the best I possibly can, right? I'm tired of putting on facades and you know having to be somebody I'm not for other people, and that's 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 hopeful. I want to be able to give off that energy. I want to be able to give off the humble energy to people, and I want to be a people person. That's how I am. I want to be able to empathetic with people. I want you know, and um, you know, I want to encourage people to you know step outside the comfort zone and be able to you know attack life rather than just sit back and wait. Okay, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what. How do you feel about horror movies? Horror movies? Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Horror movies. Because here's the question about that. Okay. What weapon would you carry during a zombie apocalypse? Zombie apocalypse. Okay, okay. I got this question one time, and um, a weapon. I would carry a machete. A machete? Like how big? Are we talking like huge? Like Amazon kind of machete? Are we talking Amazon. about Lowe's machete? Okay, we're talking about Amazon, Amazon like in the jungle. Machete. Okay, I get you. Okay, I had to make sure. Um, I would say a, I would say a hoe. A hoe? Yeah. So jo- <laughs> that way I can make a joke about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's what I would say. Now, all jokes aside, um, best weapon definitely would be a uh, a gun. First off, yeah, some type of gun, right? Um, you need a gun with a lot of ammunition that could be fatal, which would probably be some type of pistol. Mm-hmm. Classic. The pistol is the most classic gun. Kind of yeah, exactly. You can wheel it out pretty quick and, you know. So, so we all know that we have five senses. Mm-hmm. What is the one five sense we can't live without? That I can't live without? Ooh, that's tough, man. That's a tough question. Um, mm. Mm. I can tell you one thing. Let me let me debate this for a second. It's either sight or it's either hearing, right? Because that's where my creativity com- comes from. It's usually not smell or taste, and that's one thing that like defines me. I feel like, and I'm trying to figure out right now: have I learned? Has my creativity benefited more from my eyes, or has it benefited more from me hearing stuff? And to be honest with you, I think um, I would say definitely hearing, right? Because I can see stuff all day, but you know, talking with people and being able to, um, you know, kind of bounce off ideas and be able to problem solve and identify solutions to their problems. That's, that's one of the main things that um, I, I probably couldn't live without. All right. I feel like that's like a core like principle, like a core character trait that I have. So we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. Would you want to share about that or do you want to no, of course. Yeah, yeah, I can share about it a little bit. So, um, the idea that I have is about implementing uh, massage chairs on campus. And I want these massage chairs to be paid um, via student ID so it can be available now, for Now, will they pay for with flex dollars? Or? Um, and that's something that um, is still a consideration. No matter what, it'd be charged to the student account. But um, I would hope that uh, the university would get on board about having some type of currency to be able to. Like, Fiat flex dollars in our case, right? But in other schools, uh, different cases. But that's 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 the goal that we want to like approach it to. Oh, that sounds fine. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So 
you know, that's the payment system away from it. But like the main problem I see is there's no, there's no permanent solutions to relieve stress on campus. Like you see all these companies and you see these, all these temporary solutions during finals week and it kind of just goes away. And, you know, personally for me and the people I've talked to, the people I'm surrounded with, you know, I'm an aerospace major and I'm also doing stuff in business. And what I find most of the times is that I'm spending most of my time, you know, studying or having to lock myself away and be able to, you know, bounce around campus, you don't have that much time. So, and you know, there's been data that's proven that if you're able to get like at least, you know, it has to be less than 30 minutes of rest, right? Or else you're good in deep sleep. But other stuff like that, if you're able to just take like periodic like rest throughout the day, you know, um, treat yourself a little bit, you, you're you're overall more happy. Not only that, but you're more productive. And that's exactly what we want on college campuses, like college campuses, right? We want students to be productive and be able to form a classroom because then it reflects on the campus itself. So, yeah, I, like I just want to be able to establish a business where it'd be able not only to benefit the students, but also benefit campus. And that's... That was, uh, and also solve the stress issue. And that's exactly what I came up with, or at least what I'm trying to implement. All right, guys, well, you heard it from the man himself, uh, Britton Tate, and uh, Britton Steele. We'll be back on the show next semester, or January 13th. He is our first, epi- first podcast guest of 2020. So, without further ado, and as always, y'all stay.